Good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast today is sponsored in loving memory of, Rev, of Rabbi Shimon Amos. Rabbi Shimon ben Rabbi Moshe, sponsored by his son, Gabriel Amos. And also, breakfast is sponsored for the Rifuash of Bryce Hermon. Ariel Badlifsha, sponsored by her husband Yosef Hermon. We wish you a refuash and mabekarov. Also, for the baby, Tinoket Bat Ariel, Bezrat Hashem should be refuash and mabekarov. For all of them. There's a funny word that begins our story uh, this week, and the word is Vayehi. And the reason why it's so out of place, even though it seems like such a straightforward word, is because the Gemara tells us that there are, like in Hebrew, there are different words that describe different things. So as an example, you might have different uh, ways of saying him or her, so who or he, etc., etc., or we, different words that kind of come and describe various male and female. There's also words which describe moods in a different way. And those words, the Gemara explains to us, there's a difference between vayehi and vehaya. Vehaya always describes, says the Gemara, something which is happy. Vayehi always describes something which is bad. Vayehi bimeahashverosh. Okay? So why does it say Vayehi bishalach paro? It should say Vayah. How what a joyous occasion it was that the Jewish people finally found their freedom from the Egyptians. Why are we saying Vayehi? And there's an unbelievable lesson that comes to us from this. What is the next words? Bishalach paro ta'am. As paro sent the people out. What was so sad was that after all that time and after all that difficulty, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu finally opened the gates of Egypt, it took Paro sending them out for the Jewish people to leave. The Sifrei Musar spend a lot of time and spill a lot of ink on this idea called Hergel. Hergel means when someone becomes used to something. When someone becomes used to something, as time goes on, they stop noticing it. Everything becomes the norm. This is what they are. This is where they're at. This is the, sp- this is the way it's supposed to be. That concept, that inertia, that an object in motion will stay in motion and an object at rest will stay at rest is one of the most basic law of physics, but it's also one of the basic laws of human beings. You could be in the worst scenario and not want to pull yourself out of it because, uh, because of that. What we find in the Jewish people at the, at, the, at the riverbank is almost exactly the same thing. They are stuck. They're praying to Hashem, and Hashem says, Fikni, stop praying now. Let them move, let them do something. What an unbelievable line. So often, when a person finds himself stuck, and they're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth in decision, pros and cons and pros and cons, enough. Just move. Just do something. Any decision is better than no decision. That decision might be wrong, but at least it took you down a path, and now you can X off that from being the possibility that you should follow. You know that you've tried, you've put an effort, and now you have clarity moving, maybe in a different direction, uh, but, it, but at least it's forward. That idea is the, uh, encapsulated in the mournful Vayehi B'Shalach Paro, and as well in the Daber of Bnei Yisrael V'Yisau. This parasha, Rabotai, it carries us from one set of miracles to another. It takes us from the Jewish people leaving Egypt and uh, the splitting of the sea, with all of its attendant miracles, 
to the story of the Jewish people in, uh, in, in Mara. The Jewish people are traveling for three days and they cannot find water. Until they finally find water, but they cannot drink. Why can't, they, why can't the Jewish people drink? They couldn't drink the water because the waters were, were bitter. But the funny thing is, there's something in grammar called a hanging modifier. Does anyone know what a hanging modifier is? You didn't go to school, Rabbi. You didn't go to school. Okay, so I'll tell you what a hanging modifier is. You don't need to call your lawyer. Hanging modifier is when you have at the end of a sentence a word which is ambiguous. So I'll give you an example of a hanging modifier that was used by a new son-in-law. A new son-in-law gets married uh, and his wife, uh, she's asking him again and again and again, to go to the house. A very successful guy. He's not usually being told what to do. But, uh, you know, now he's married. He's got to go visit the in-laws. It's part of the marriage contract, right? You don't marry only your wife. You marry your family too. So he gets in, uh, he gets in his car, drives to the in-laws. And his, and his wife asks him when he gets back. And she says, well, how, do you, how, did you, how was the visit? You know, he says, you know, honey, I drove my brand new Ferrari to your mother's house. And it was awesome. That's a hanging modifier. Does the awesome mean that it was great to go visit his mother-in-law's house? Or does it also mean that he didn't really enjoy driving his new car? Ferrari. He said Ferrari. Okay, Baruch. someone is telling us how it is at his house. <laughs> right? But it's a hanging modifier. That's what it is. The Jewish people say, and the Jewish people could not drink water. From, they couldn't drink the water. Why? Kimarim hem. For they were bitter. Who was bitter? Oh, the water? Or the Jews. A lot of times, when we're in a situation where we're ready to complain about this, we're ready to complain about something else, the first thing that we notice when we drink from the water is that it's bitter. But where, where is it bitter? Where is it bitter? It's bitter. It's, I remember a while ago, I, uh, I, what's it called? I was taking some medication. And uh, I, start, I go sit down to eat. And I'm having whatever we were having for dinner. And I'm eating the, what's it called? And I'm eating the, this, whatever it was, the meat or what I think it was meat and potatoes. And I'm tasting the meat and I'm tasting the potatoes. And everything has this weird metallic taste. So I say to my wife, I said, um, what, did you do something different with the meat and potatoes? My wife is an excellent cook. I was wondering, maybe like she shredded a soda can in there. That's what it tasted like. It tasted like I was licking a, like a, you know, a gate or something. And I get, I can't understand what's going on. I said, she says, no, I cooked it the same way every time that I cook. I said, it must be something strange here. I couldn't figure it out until I went on, because it was the first day I had this new medicine. I opened up the medication. I see in the side effects, it says, may cause a metallic taste in the mouth. So here I am blaming my wife's cooking. Meanwhile, where's the metallic taste? The metallic taste is in me. Kimarim him. The state that a person is in. It's very difficult to break out of that state. A person needs to be able to move past that state, or otherwise, the place that they're in, not only will it affect the situation that they're in, but it will infect everything else around it. Everything around the person becomes bitter. When the Jewish people are sitting in Egypt and they're stuck, so then they are in their very nature stuck. When it comes time, and it's obvious that they should leave, the same way they should leave Egypt, it's obvious also the Egyptians are chasing you, you should do something. Maybe you wouldn't run into the river, but you would do something. That's why the Pasuk doesn't say, Daber el bene Yisrael el It just says v'yisau. Let them do something. If they're doing something, then that's how they un, you unstick yourself. 
The people that get stuck in life the most are the people who are frozen. My rabbi used to say this all the time. We have the mitzvah of tefillin that we just encountered in Parashat Bo. You have the tefillin shel rosh, tefillin shel yad. How many compartments are there in the tefillin shel rosh? How many compartments do you have in tefillin shel yad? Which one should have preference then? Tefillin shel rosh has more. How do I know that that's the case? When you have a lulav and etrog, there's three minim in the lulav, lulav hadas arava. There's one mean separated. That's the, 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 the one that's called the etrog. Which one do you hold in the right hand? Lulav, hadasim, and aravot. You make, you hold the lulav, hadasim, and aravot in the right hand. Now, here's the question. Here's the question. Which is the more important one? Which one represents the tzaddik? Which one represents the heart? The etrog. It doesn't matter. Three mitzvot trump, one mitzvah. If you have four parashiyot in this uh, tefillin and one over here, what's the hakam you don't have over there? My rabbi said to me something so amazing. He said, you have a lot of people who have all the best intentions, but they get so caught up in doing it exactly right, exactly perfect. What if I don't do it this way? What if I don't do it that way? If I don't have exactly the meal, the way the person wants, someone has eat, needs to be invited home for dinner. You go say to your wife or to your husband, should we invite them? Oh, we didn't prepare it exactly right. With exact, I don't have enough pieces of chicken for every... I have enough, I have tons of food, but it's not going to be the way I want to serve. The guy don't care about you or sir. He just wants to eat a piece of bread. He just wants to have some water. But because it's not the way that I would want to serve him, so I'm going to get stuck in that, in the process. Said my rabbi, you have to put the tefillin on first because lots of people have the best intentions but they're paralyzed by the perfection of their good intentions. Today we say um, that good, sorry, that great is the enemy of good. We want to do things great. We want to do things the best possible way. So in fact, we actually never get started on a journey because we don't have the perfect way out. We should be zocher to merit the courage to take steps to break ourselves out of tough situations and achieve great things in our lives. Amen. Amen.